and welcome to I'm Not Doing This For Alcohol. This is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors and we help female entrepreneurs with their business premises problems. Today we are talking to Gemma Went. Gemma, how are you? Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yay, I'm so excited to have you on. I've been stalking you for quite some time, <laughs> which always sounds really uncomfortable for when it's just I'm good random... with it, I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah, totally <laughs> cool with it. So tell us, what do you do and tell us all about your business? Yeah, well, I am a business mentor and growth strategist and I work with female business owners, helping them to turn their lives around with a successful business. So I'm really helping them to build the right business with the right strategy, the right um, mindset, with the right actions to get them where they want to be. And I'm really focused on helping them to build out a a profitable, sustainable business that that has some longevity and can give them some legacy in the future. Yeah, no, I love that. I I, um, watch a lot of your live work and and get involved in your um, Facebook group and chat away to all the other girls. Uh, I really enjoy it. So tell everyone how you kind of mentor them. Tell them all about the different programs you've got at the moment. Yeah, I um, I do work one-to-one with clients, which I love. However, um, I also love group work. So bringing groups of complementary women together into masterminds um, and helping them to come together and support each other um, to grow their businesses and take it to the next level. And it brings me so much joy because normally when they they join, they're apprehensive. A lot of them haven't got a lot of confidence. And it's in that group setting when you kind of see that, oh my God, I'm not the only one that thinks this way and other people are going through the same things as me. That's when you can really start to see the penny drop. And you see them coming together and supporting each other as a group. Um, so it's not just about me leading them. It's about a true mastermind, like them all coming together and supporting each other. And that just gives me so much joy. So I, I run um, masterminds all the time. And I also have um, a more accessible signature program called Business Success Bootcamp, which is for, for the ladies that can't quite afford my mastermind yet and can't afford Um, one-to-one coaching it's a a sort of a DIY program that takes them through the essential elements that helps them to build success in their business and usually after that once they've built the success they come and join my mastermind so it's great I love it you do there's two things well I've stolen one thing from you and I pimp it out regularly and that was when you, you you kind of um you you kind of taught me a really good lesson in business and it was to um build out your your monthly basic not basic but monthly kind of clients Mm. have that nailed know your operating costs have that nailed and then build Mm. the rest of your business from there and it just literally made me go ping got you yeah it's so important for me i am all about helping people to build consistent recurring revenue because look you know what it's tough running a business and for most of us we're on that hamster wheel right and we're, we're just going and going and going and going and we're not always getting anywhere 
And for me, when you don't have consistent recurring revenue, that's what it feels like. It's that whole feast and famine cycle. One month you're up, the next month you're down, and it's really stressful. And I think there is enough stress in life. So that's one of my, my big things I promote, like work out what your operating costs are, what your running costs are, including your salary, including tax, including everything, and then go hell for leather to secure monthly recurring revenue through whatever way you can, with, through, through retainers, through payment plans, through subscriptions, through evergreen funnels to make sure that you create that recurring revenue. And I try to get sort of a six month period locked in so that you have six months forecast for your business because it just takes that stress off. And then anything else you sell in that time on top of that is pure profit. Yeah. I mean, ever since you've said that, my, my business partner, Claire, I mean, she, she doesn't, she doesn't do any of this side of it. So she doesn't, she won't, she hasn't learned to hate you, but in the, the <laughs> updates that she gets, the updates she gets on our operating costs, she's literally like, for the love of God, walk away from that spreadsheet. Because I just, I'm always like, right, okay, I know exactly where we are. And and I've just updated this and we had this new cost in and I've just added it. And I just, <laughs> I have, now it's just so important to me. I have to keep on top of it. I know exactly how much everything costs and it's just mm. so invaluable. It's so really other, exactly, it's so important. And it was something that I was just like, yeah, it's fine. No, no, mm. not, no. Nailed it now. So thank you very much. But the, You're other thing you, the other thing you were talking about the other day, which I, freaking loved and I definitely need to get in on the action was that you you kind of co-hosted a retreat thing where you went um and you all spoke about your business your 2020 vision and and you went in with this whole idea you know exactly what you were going to do you nailed 2020 came out like yeah my mind is blown and my yeah. plan is blown and I have yeah to change things and it was amazing so tell me all about that mm, that's my own mastermind that I'm in so as well as running masterminds I'm never not in one I, I just find them so powerful so I've been in the same mastermind um, with three amazing female business owners who are now dear friends of mine um, and we've been in our mastermind for about 18 months and that is our quarterly retreat so it's a peer-led mastermind. No one else is running it. We run it together. Um, we are on Voxer checking in with each other all the time. We have a monthly review and then we have a quarterly review. And the quarterly review is two days, normally in a spa. Um, and oh. so it gives us the chance to, to relax and recharge and just connect with each other in person and chat um, and then we all go through um, a hot seat where we're talking about our plans um, and just brainstorming, getting support and, and, and thoughts and ideas from the other ladies. And it's just inspiring. Like, it's amazing. And the thing is, you know, we're in a situation now where we know each other inside out. So we call each other out on our bullshit. So there's no getting away. To say that. Yeah. They, they wave that BS yeah. flag the minute you come out yeah. with it. Yeah. Knew yeah. you were going to say that. Yeah. And it's so valuable. It's so valuable, you know. And so there's no hiding. There is no hiding. So if you've kind of, like I went in with my 2020 plan pretty much mapped out and I came out with it completely different. Um, yeah. But it's because they called me out on some stuff. You know, they called me out and said, why aren't you playing bigger? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? That doesn't feel like you. And it's just so powerful 
to have those people shining stuff back at you where you're like, oh yeah, I've been hiding from that or I've been ignoring that. So it was amazing. And we, we do it every quarter. In fact, I think for the next one, we're actually going away. Oh, nice. I'm a, I'm an avid fan of a little um, break with the girls. I think it kind yeah. of clears the cobwebs and especially if it's going to um, help your business as well, then I'm definitely on board for that. So yeah, yeah. good, good on you, Gemma. I'm, I'm mighty impressed. Where do you think you're going to go for your little retreat? I think we're going to Valencia. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, good call. Very good. So I know a little bit about your journey into business, but can you tell everyone else how you got here? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. So this wasn't my first business. I had a business probably about ooh, 12, 15 years ago, which is a digital marketing agency. Um, I then, I was basically later headhunted and went to work in agency. Um, but I, I fast forward a good number of years. And in March of 2013, I was seven months pregnant and I was a planned single mom. I knew I was going to be a single mom. Um, and I found myself jobless, um, and completely unemployable because I was about to drop. So I had to do something because I had no other form of income, no other support. So because I'd run a business before, I thought, right, I'm going to have to go back to doing what I did before and do digital marketing consultancy. So I set up my business like Immediately, I um, went and stayed in my friend's guest room and, and rented out my flat because I wasn't sure how much money I was coming in. And obviously, I was about to drop. So there were a few months that I wouldn't have been able to work at all. Um, set it all up, did my website, um, optimized my website so that it could actually be found, went off and had my baby. So my business and my baby born at the same time. And then I took on my first client when Jack was about four months old. Um, as a digital marketing consultant and that's six years ago so we've sort of grown it since then um, I started off working with brands and corporates on digital marketing which is what I knew but when I started working with small business owners particularly female small business owners that's where my heart was and that's really where I found my why and my purpose because of what I'd been through as a brand new mum building a brand new business, and I faced so many stereotypes, I certainly um, faced the patriarchy and I had to deal with a lot of that stuff. I just made me so on the side of women that were growing businesses that I decided to sort of focus on small business owners, but actually take a step back and do the full business strategy. Because what I was finding with small businesses, they would get me into the digital marketing. I would ask them, okay, what's your business plan? What's your business strategy? I need to align the marketing with that. And they didn't have one. Um, and so I, I then moved into broader business mentoring and I've never looked back. I love it. You know, I've got a lot of experience with business. I've worked, I've been on the um, board of directors of two big agencies. I've seen how big companies work. I've created two multi six figure businesses of my own. So I love the kind of the inner workings of the business world. I love strategy. I love business modeling. Um, so that's when I sort of stepped into that role and it's, I've never looked back. It's just been brilliant ever since. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I have a similar background. I, I um, have advised the government on their property portfolio for forever and a day. And I became a single mum, not by choice like your good self, but um, 
by force and and it was the best thing that's ever happened to me because the drive mm. that it gives you is just second to none I had two babies to feed and, and that's yeah. exactly what I did and it just initially um I, I did what you did and I, and I went to help the kind of the landlords of the, the world but the more that I found that I was um squeezing the life out of the female entrepreneurs it just pushed me towards helping them mm. and that's I'm exactly like you I was you know kind of doing a small part of that business and now I take their whole business and their whole life and I manage all of the, you know, the property aspects of it. But it's yeah. not just, you know, Betty wants to open a new hair salon. It's, it's you know, Betty with two kids and a, and a, a husband and a dog. And, you know, mm. she, she can only speak on Tuesdays because it's the only day she's not. Do you know, and I just love that. I know them mm. inside out. And it's just such a holistic approach to business that I wouldn't have been able to do before I became kind of, not just the single mum, but it's just, I don't, I, I always say it's the maturity in business that's happened, but that, that single mum was such a, uh, a kind of Cupid's bow approach of it pulled me back of what the fuck am I going to do? And yeah. just flew me forward. So it's been amazing. Did you find kind of single parented did similar to you? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, well, I think all mums become lionesses, um, uh, when we become a mum but I think particularly when you're a single mum like you're you're everything you're providing everything you're putting the roof over the head you're doing all of the stuff and I think that makes us just really really focused on what we're doing and I think for me experiencing that and being in that place and having that struggle, you know, I was mad as a box of frogs for the first few months that I was running my business because I was sleep deprived and I was breastfeeding and I'd never done this before. And I'd just moved house and it was absolutely crazy. Um, and I really appreciate the juggle and the struggle that women have, whether they're kind of, kind of mums of newborns or a few years on it's hard this stuff to juggle it and I think too much in the past people have separated it you know the personal and the professional it's all one thing for me like life is life and particularly when you're running your own business your business is your life and your life is your business so you have to look at the whole picture and you have to look at everything that's going on um and for me you know I've just realized how how tough it is as a woman to to really make it in this world particularly with the mindset issues that go on the 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 beliefs that that they've had for years that have been probably passed on to them through generations that hold them back from really achieving their true potential so it was it was a real kind of goal of mine to help women through that and create that successful business that turns everything around in their lives as I did with mine you know it was a struggle in the first year but I I my business was successful very early on I was very very lucky and you know we hit six figures in year two and it's grown on year on year since then um and that has done everything for me and for my son you know I then met my now husband we bought our dream home um a year ago and I was able to take money out of the business and put a really good deposit down like it's created our world and created our dream and that's all from my business so it's really important for me to kind of help women do that as much as possible yeah no I couldn't agree more I think um it's really taught me that the 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 
there's virtually no line between personal and mm. business it's if you are a business owner it's such a part of you that there you can't distinguish between the two so the fact that I get to do that with my clients now is just amazing but before yeah. we move on I forgot to say what we were drinking today so we have a mini vino and I loved what it said on top of it the wine that loves to go places I love it's in a that little, you know, it's so fab it's in a little plastic um little container and it's merlot and actually it's not bad it's not it's bad, not bad. It's certainly not the worst red wine I've ever had. So I will, again, as I say nearly every week, I would definitely take this to a picnic. Very yeah, nice. It, it passes my picnic test, definitely. <laughs> so tell us a bit more about you personally. What's your, um, what do you do outside of business? Hobbies or interests? Mm, what, what makes yeah. Jenna happy? Yeah, at the moment, you know what? I actually love um, yoga and I love swimming. I have to be careful at the moment because I have a leg injury. So I'm, I'm a little bit more stationary than I, I'm used to doing. But I love that. I, abs- I live in a beautiful, beautiful place in, just in uh, Great Malvern in Worcestershire. Um, and we um, have a house on top of a beautiful hill surrounded by countryside. So I do a lot of walking with our dogs. Um, and my other big passion is music. So I go oh. to a lot of gigs with my husband and we go to festivals. Um, so yeah, those, those are really high up on my list as well as obviously traveling and getting away, but we haven't done a lot of that this year. We've been sort of focusing on our house. So I think next year is going to be a real push to get away and see a few other countries as well. Yeah. We kind of did it the other way around. We currently live in a building site, hence why the pink wallpaper and everything um so we spent most of the year out of the country <laughs> this year because it was just it's horrific living here um <laughs> so next year it's all about the house so i'm swapping mm. you so what festivals have you got um planned for next year then we have tickets to glastonbury which we're nice. delighted it's the 50th um celebration mm. so that'll be really nice we um normally go to something called green man in Wales, which is a beautiful, yep. beautiful, beautiful festival. Um, and there will be one more. I'm not sure yet what that will be. We normally try and go to sort of two or three. Do you take little Gemma with you or? Yeah, little Jack. Yeah. Little Jack. Little Jack. Wow. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I've never taken the kids to a festival. I quite fancy trying that. They love it. Do you know what? Festivals are really geared up to it. There's so much on for them as well. Um, and it's just a really nice place for them to sort of run around, meet other kids. There's so much space. It's brilliant. Yeah, I'll have to give it a whirl. I don't mm. think I'll take the husband though. He's not he's not built for um camping. So maybe <laughs> maybe a camper van might might get him along there. That's what we have. We have a camper van. Yeah, I love a camper fan. I really need a camper fan. I'll stick it on the little wish list. I need to do, you're a mood board fan as well, aren't you? Yes. Do you do a little? I have a vision okay, board. A vision board, yeah. I need, to, I need to get on board with this, don't I? And kind of stick a beautiful camper van up there and, and all the other things and kind of inspire me to keep going. But it's interesting, you were saying about mindset and stuff. I'm super confident. I never have a problem with that. When everyone talks about imposter syndrome, I'm like, no, it doesn't affect me. And today, I've had a crisis of, of 
Oh, what's happened? Ha- what happened? I don't know. I don't know. I just had one of those days where I was like, oh, and I spoke to Claire, my business partner, and she was just like, sort yourself out. Blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, and I've kind of done that whole, you know, it's just a feeling and it will be gone by tomorrow. But do you ever have moments like that? Yeah, do you know what? I think no matter how much mindset work you do, I think this stuff always, always crops up, particularly when you are up-leveling in your business and you're taking Ah. things to the next level and you are trying new things that takes you out of your comfort zone because when you're growing a business there is always the next level there is always a new comfort zone there is always something that you haven't tried before and that really makes all of your kind of your mindset gremlins and all of those stories and all of the fears come to the fore and that's when you tend to get imposter syndrome and you get the kind of the fear so it always happens to me but I because I think I do so much work on my mindset um and because I've had this happen a lot I know what it is when it gets here so rather than me kind of succumbing to it I'll get it and I'll feel it and it might freak me out a little bit before I'm then realize what it is and think okay all right this is just an up level I just need to lean into it and understand what this is and I've got lots of mindset tools and things that I use to kind of help me through that but I don't I don't think it ever stops I don't think it ever stops it's really interesting you say that because yeah that's exactly what's going on you've completely just made me go okay yeah I just because I suppose it's your body's way of saying oh this is a bit scary whereas Mm. I should just go yes it is and I'm gonna do it anyway well the thing is it's just your system there are there are parts of you that will be trying to pull you back to the comfort zone because and if you think about what our system is like you know from from when man first arrived we had a fight or flight system and we all still have the same fight or flight system so if we are challenged if we are taken out of our comfort zone that will trigger us and parts of us will want to drag us back into that. Even though we have other parts that are like, yay, I want to get over here. This is amazing. I'm going to up level. I'm going to be doing this in my business. There are still those parts that will go, no, 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 no. This is unsafe. I need to pull you back again. Right. And that's what's going on. It's just that inner conflict. And when you recognize it, you can realize that, oh, okay, maybe it's not true. Maybe what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling is not fact. It's just me being triggered by the fears and everything else. And you can normally work your way around it. It gets easier and it gets shorter the more you get used to dealing with these things. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Thank you. You've just knocked me back into sense. You are welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So what's to come for Gemma Wentman? Tell me what the future holds. Yeah, I have big plans for the business um, next year. I am launching because I've, my offers have certainly the last sort of couple of years been um, quite an investment. I think, you know, most of the business owners that I work with, are already established they're not normally brand new business owners they're already got a proven business and they're bringing revenue into the business um so it's a it's a fairly substantial investment to work with me however i have an audience that can't make that that are a bit younger than that a bit newer than that um that are crying out for help and they've been they've been crying out for support 
from me for like the last two years and asking, you know, what do you do? Membership site? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Um, so I've, I decided this year and I've no, it's never felt right for me. I, and I'm a real one in, um, going with my energy and going with what feels aligned. Um, so I decided that actually now is the time. So I'm launching a membership site for, um, business owners to grow their business called consistency club. It's all about staying consistent and committing um, to growth. Um, so I'm going to be focusing on launching that because I'm really excited about it. And it helps me to serve at a different level and it helps me to be more accessible um, to, to more women. So I'm, I'm really, really excited about launching that. Um, and then the rest of next year is really about consolidating um, what I'm currently doing and improving on everything that I'm doing. I'm a real one for innovation and so I'm constantly improving my offerings, my mastermind, my one-to-one, everything else that I'm doing. So I'm going to be really focusing on that, um, growing my audience. I have big goals to grow my audience um, next year, as well as grow my own podcast, Simply Smart Business Show, um, because I want to get ah, 100. I didn't yeah. realize you had a podcast. I'll yeah, the Simply Smart list. Business Show. Please do. Um, I want to get 100,000 downloads next year awesome um, so we have some really ambitious goals and then running um elevate live my business growth event my two-day business growth event um which i ran for the first time in may this year at a spa obviously obviously um, and <laughs> that's running again in june <laughs> which i'm really excited about it was a great experience um and you know my, my big focus for next year i think with all i love the online world i love the digital stuff i love tech however i think the problem with it is that we've kind of lost that human touch so my big focus with everything that I'm doing is just to bring the human back into business, more connection, deeper connection, um, creating much deeper and better experiences for anyone that's in my audience and anyone that's working with me. So that's our real kind of focus um, for 2020. So just going deeper and enjoying it. Like I'm all about enjoying. I, I can't do anything that I'm not getting joy out of. So for me, it's about really enjoying everything that we're doing. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I was just having dinner with the kids and um, my eldest daughter said um, something about it being hump day uh, on a Wednesday. And my youngest was like, what's hump day? And I just, you know, out, out of the uh, shot out of mouth said, oh, it's, it's the day that people celebrate when they've got um, jobs that they hate. And they were like, what do you mean? And I said, well, it's, you know, the middle of the week and they're just excited to get back to the weekend. And they were like, I, I don't understand. I said, well, people who don't like the, what they do, have to keep going to work every day and yeah. they're just excited for weekends I said but if you love your job you never have a hump day and they were like oh I see yeah there's it's a just, lesson for them yep you've got to do what you love I mean we've all had jobs that we hate we've all had clients that we hate we've all done mm. things that we don't want to do but you just have to keep going towards the thing that you love more than anything definitely yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? People can tell if you don't love it. Like the energy is infectious, you know? And so if you're not loving what you're doing, it will turn people off it. So I, I have to feel that love. Yeah, completely. You sound like you're quite into your spirituality as well. Is that something mm. that drives your business? I don't know if it drives my business. It's a big part of my business. Um, I, um, I really listen to my intuition and my gut and 
And I think I always have without realizing that that's what I was actually doing. But as I kind of really went on a bit more of a spiritual journey and learned more about that side of things, um, I realized how much of an impact that has. So I do a lot of meditation. Um, I um, really try and check in with myself. I also try and channel um, guides, which I do have as well. Um, And it just, it helps me. It calms me and it helps me with the decisions that I make. So I'm always checking in on what feels right um, with pretty much every decision that I'm making in business. Um, and it, it really helps me. And it helps with the clarity and the confidence as well, because once you've really kind of channeled that way and you're absolutely certain about a decision, then you forget all of that kind of, oh, is it, have I made the right decision? And you don't worry about it as much because it's like, nope, got absolute clarity. I'm moving forward and cracking on with it. So it really helps um, with that side of things as well. Do you freely allow to allow yourself to change your mind as well? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I've mm. found that that's changed my decision making so much, yeah. so much that I can go. I'm absolutely clear. This is exactly what I want to do, and the next day I go, no, no, that's not. That's not going to work. Actually, this is what I want to do, and it's always heading towards the same thing. But it's just. It's like taking an A road or a B road. Actually, mm. that's not the right road for us right now. We need to take this road. Exactly. And sometimes you have to try things on and see how they feel. And then you've yeah. tried it on, you've tried a decision on, you've tried an action on and you're like, oh no, actually this doesn't feel good. And you know, I, I think life and business is all about that. It's all about trying something on and seeing how it feels for you and then making a decision based on that. So I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's really important to keep doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I ask my guests quite often, if you were to do it all again, what would you change? Mm. Mm. What would I change? Not a lot, actually, because I lo- I've loved my journey and I'm not, I'm not big on regrets. Um, I think, you know, things happen to us for a reason and they were all a lesson. I think, though, if I were to change anything on my business journey... I would have invested um, in mentors earlier. So I, I, didn't, I didn't invest in a, in a coach until I was in sort of year three. Um, I would have worked on my mindset a lot sooner. Um, again, that, I was quite late to doing that. Um, but other than that, I don't really think I would have changed anything because everything that I've done brings me to where I am today. And I love where I am today. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I've, I've definitely built in the, uh, the coaching and mentoring into the operating mm. costs as if they're, you know, gas and ele- electricity. Yeah. Because you have to. I, yeah, absolutely. I think somebody um, described it as um, you wouldn't wait until you'd won the Olympics before you got a training coach. And I was like, right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I get you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Brilliant. So what would be your top three tips for somebody getting into either your sort of business, type of business, or business as a whole? Mm, Okay. Top three tips. So get super, super clear on the problem you solve and who you solve it for and know them deeply inside out. Um, 
because once you are absolutely clear on that, you know, the problem you solve, who you solve it for, how you solve it in a really unique way that only you can, then you're flying. So getting that kind of clarity and it doesn't come immediately. Like you might have to make a few bad decisions before you get to the final one. And they're not even bad decisions. They're just decisions that you make that get you there. But being really clear on that will really help you. Um, that said, don't hold back waiting for that clarity because as I said, you've got to try a few things before you reach your final thing. You know, this business, um, this business started as a, as a digital marketing consultancy and it was in year three, I think that I finally, it might've even been the end of year two where I finally found my direction working with small business owners and particularly female small business owners um, as a business mentor. I tried a lot of things before I got to that point. So keep on working on that because once you're really clear on that, everything else comes from that. Your messaging, your offers, everything that you do. Um, tip number two is get, really smart with your money i think so many women and i think this is something again that that we've inherited and from from various messaging societies messaging family messaging most women aren't great with money um and uh, i see a lot of women really struggling so getting really comfortable with the numbers and tracking it and understanding things like forecasting and understanding um, uh, how you keep on top of things like cash flow and, and keeping a profit and loss account and tracking your money daily, tracking your spend, knowing exactly what's going in and out of your business will absolutely save you later on. It's really super important. And as part of that, being aware of your taxes and making sure that you're putting your taxes away. Um, so yeah, I see so many people fall because of that. Um, and then the third one has to be get support get mentoring for both your business strategy. So actually how to do it. So go and learn from someone that's done it before, because if you're trying to learn from Google or from a bunch of freebies that you've pulled together, you're never going to find the right answer specifically for you. But when you hire the right business coach or mentor or mastermind or program or whatever it is, they will give you the knowledge that's going to completely shortcut your growth. Um, and it can, it can, it can save you, months if not years um by doing that and then the second thing you need to to get that support for is for your mindset because there are so many mindset blips along the way there are so many things that that can really unravel you all of these different up levels that make us fearful and make us um think that we can't do it and send all the wrong messages to ourselves having the right mindset support can really help you navigate that and grow into a much stronger business owner yeah I couldn't agree more with the whole advice thing as well. I always say and, I'm, and it's exactly the same for your advice as well I always say that that actually my advice is free because I will save you far more than I, uh, than I will cost you in my fees because yeah. when I negotiate when I negotiate leases or rent reviews or you know lease renewals or anything like that my fee is going to be far less than the money that I've saved you and exactly the same for what you do. You mm. are going to, you know, you're going to propel their business to such a different level because of their mindset and the, the, your teachings and everything that actually the fee that they pay you is nothing in comparison to what yeah. you're going to make them as a whole. So it's just getting that kind of mindset in, isn't it? To yeah. understand that 
I know, I know what you're saying about not, um, not just relying on free advice, but I always say ours is free advice. Yeah. It's just you're paying for it, but you're saving that money in the yeah, long run. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Getting the message out there. You can get free advice and some of it's actually really good. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, completely. So we're coming to the end of the podcast and the thing I always ask my podcast guests because I really don't care what anyone else thinks of me and I love Eminem and he always does his rap battles by saying all the bad things about him so that the opponent can never say it back to them. So that's why I always live my truth on social media and say loud and proud who I am. So Gemma went, tell us mm. what is the worst thing about you so your opponents can never get you back on them. Oh, that's a really good one. The worst thing about me. Do you know what? I think the worst thing is I'm an overthinker. Like I can just think and think and think and think um, and not always get it right as well. Um, and it's, it, I can't bear it, but sometimes I need to just allow it to happen. Um, and I really, and also, you know, and I think, I think attached to that, and I'm getting better at this now, but I've really cared in the past about what people have thought of me. And that very much played out in my business, which you cannot be that way, particularly if you're going to be out there and if you're going to be online with your business, because no matter what you do, someone will judge you and someone will say something negative about you, whether you, what doesn't matter what you do. Um, so my, that was my biggest, biggest thing. And I'm getting much better at that. I don't care nearly as much anymore. I just get on and do what I do, but it's definitely, I'm an overthinker. Yeah. Do you have strategies of ways in which you deal with that? Cause I know I do. I, yeah, 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 I do. I do. I'm, I need to kind of get stuff down. I need to see it written out. Oh, um, me too. Yeah. Exactly once it's out of my head. Uh, yep. It's like, okay, I can make sense of this now, but yeah. it's just when it's in there. Yeah. Yeah. All those words are bobbing around in my head. I get them down on a piece of paper yeah. they've left yet gone. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny when you, when you talk about kind of people judging you and stuff like that, the more you work on that mindset of actually everyone's opinions, everyone's opinions is theirs and it's yeah. for them and it's not for us. I had yeah. a troll on a post, um, last week and and you know I was really polite to him and and everything and engaged with him in a polite way and it didn't kind of deter him he carried on but in the end I you know I couldn't not be happy with the fact that you know I managed to get like 7,000 you know views on that post because he was bored and trying to put a woman down for no reason and I just thought you've got my message out there 7,000 people and you're one person that was saying bad things yeah that's fine I'll be okay yeah exactly 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 yeah thank you for the free publicity (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for being our podcast today Gemma I hope you have enjoyed it and I hope you enjoyed your lovely little drink I have thank you you so much for having me on chin chin my love and you and i'll have to subscribe to your podcast yeah please do i will do catch you later bye bye